Do you suffer from pain, tenderness, or a clicking in your jaw? Maybe you have pain while chewing, chronic migraines, or other facial discomfort. We have the answer for you. Welcome to the TMJ and Jaw Pain Podcast with Dr. Astrid Cruz-Aguirre. Dr. Guir is a maxillofacial surgeon qualified in both dentistry and medicine and is the head of the Temporomandibular Joint Center. You don't have to live in pain. Listen to today's podcast and learn more about the causes of jaw pain and your treatment options. My name is Asa Cruz Aguirre and I welcome you to our first episode of our podcast. What is our topic today? First of all, today I would like to introduce to you the temporomandibular joint, the masticatory muscles and their functions. Don't worry, this is not purely about anatomy. It's more about the fact that many of our complaints and functional limitations can be explained just from anatomy. But now, let us start with our temporomandibular joint. The temporomandibular joint, also called TMJ consists of a joint head and a joint fossa and thus forms the connection between the lower jaw and the temporal bone. There is a small joint disc between the head and the fossa. This joint disc consists of cartilage and buffers the pressure on the joint or distributes it. You can compare them to an intervertebral disc or the meniscus in our knee. If we didn't have such a disc in the temporomandibular joint, the bone of the acetabulum would rub against the bone of the mandibular head. We are familiar with this condition in some cases with advanced atrosis. In such cases, the joint disc wear down until it is no longer functional and bone can then rub against bone. This disc divides the joint space into an upper joint space between the socket and the disc and a lower joint space, which is the space between the joint disc and the joint head. The special thing about the temporomandibular joint is that it makes a so-called combined rotating sliding movement. That means if we open the jaw up to about 20 to 25 millimeters, then the head rotates in this joint fossa. And if we then open our mouth even further, for example beyond the 25 millimeters mouth opening, then we push the head forward, which is why the movement of the jaw joint during the opening movement is also referred to as a combined rotating and sliding movement. The normal anterior boundary is the articular hump, also called the tuberculum. Why is it so important? It is important because if we have a dislocated joint disc, for example, we can no longer open our mouth probably and we have pain in the joint. In other words, with a joint disc that has been luxated forward, we can open the mouth the first approximately 25 millimeters. But if the head is then pushed further forward, the head presses against the dislocated joint disc, which painfully restricts the mouth opening. Speaking of mouth opening, what does normal mouth opening actually mean? In practice, we measure the distance between the upper front teeth and the lower front teeth during the maximum possible mouth opening. As a rule, this is between 40 and 45 millimeters. 
But what if the mouth opening is far beyond normal? If it is more than 60 millimeters, we speak of a so-called hypermobile joint or a joint that is too flexible. Frequently, these patients can also hyperextend their fingers or elbows. If the head of the jaw is moved over the condyle, the front limit, there is a risk that the lower jaw will be dislocated. This means that you can no longer close your mouth. In other words, the head of the jaw can no longer come back over the condyle. We call this a lock jaw. Is there only one possibility in regard to a limitation of mouth opening when it comes to TMJ disorders? No, a locked jaw, for example, a painfully restricted opening of the mouth, can also develop if there is a buildup of pus in the jaw area. Or it may happen in the case of a functional overload. Those of you who have had a wisdom tooth removed may know this. Often the lower jaw cannot be fully open for a few days after this procedure. And of course, an injury in the joint can also lead to a painfully restricted mouth opening. For example, if you fall on a chin, this can lead to a compression. We call it a contusion in the jaw joint. You can imagine that it is similar to spraining your foot, which also causes swelling and pain. Only the temporomandibular joint is significantly smaller, so that the joint swelling is directly visible from the outside. But the therapy, regardless of whether it's the foot or the jaw joint, is rest. For example, a diet as soft as possible for the jaw joint and cooling. But now back to our temporomandibular joint without injury. But it's not just a joint disc that can cause problems. The masticatory muscles can too. One of the most important chewing muscle is the masseta muscle, which is the muscle that attaches to the cheekbone and pulls down to the angle of the jaw. When we clench our teeth hard, we feel this muscle on either side of the angle of the jaw. This muscle is the strongest muscle in the human body. Patients who complain of discomfort in this muscle region often have radiating pain over the temporomandibular joint reaching to the angle of the jaw. If you are now wondering whether you are suffering from tension in this masticatory muscle, try to feel the muscle once you are relaxed. That means do not clench your teeth tightly. In the case of tension, painful hardening is usually felt. We will discuss tips for therapy in detail later, but we know that by chewing gum, this muscle is built up too much. Hence the advice on our website that you should avoid chewing gum if possible. There are other muscles that can lead to typical symptoms such as radiating pain when grinding teeth or clenching your teeth. Another muscle is the temporal muscle. You can feel this muscle if you bite down hard and simultaneously feel over your temporal region. If you then relax again and feel painful hardening, these are the tensions. So reducing chewing gum applies here as well. But not just the typical chewing muscle can lead to complaints. The lateral neck muscle, also called the sternocleidomastoideus muscle or the so-called head turner, can also either be shortened or hardened. This muscle attaches to the collarbone and extends below the ear. If you turn your head to the left, you can feel the right muscle very nicely and vice versa. 
As I said, we will go into more detail about exercises and tips in one of the next episodes. Incorrect or unfavorable posture can lead to improper strain on the neck muscle, the trapezius muscle. You can feel the muscle best in the neck area with your head held straight. A little heat and a massage of the tension point often helps with tension in this area. Why do patients with jaw joint problems often report ear pain? Ear pain is often initially reported in patients with jaw joint problems and the ear, nose and throat doctors then finds no findings in many cases. How can this happen? That's relatively easy. Jaw decapitations is very close to the ear canal. This is why patients with temperamental joint problems may feel pressure or pain radiating from the ear. On the other hand, this is also the reason that temperamental joint noises can be heard so well by the patient and are sometimes not perceived by those around them. Why can patients with temperamental joint problems also have swallowing difficulties? We didn't go into much detail about the tongue muscles today, but I will deal with them later, especially in regard to muscle exercises. The tongue muscle plays an important role in patients who complain of swallowing difficulties in the context of temporal mandible joint disorders. Today, we talked a lot about the anatomical conditions surrounding the temporal mandible joint. In the next episode, however, we will continue with the diseases. If you have any questions or topic requests, I look forward to hearing from you. See you soon and I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. For more information on TMJ and jaw pain or to contact Dr. Cruza Guir, you can go to our website www.tmj.clinic. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend. Until next time, we wish you the very best and want you to live healthy and pain-free.